The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What a busy day of football it's been already and it is not over yet. We do have one full-time result to tell you about from the Scottish Premiership and it came in the Edinburgh Derby where Hibs beat Hearts by one goal to nil. At the break in the three o'clock games, Livy 2, St Johnston nil, Motherwell 1, Dundee United nil, Rangers 1, St Mirren one In the Championship Cove nil, Inverness nil, Dundee 1 Morton 1 Partick Thistle 1 Air United nil, Wraith Rovers 1 Arbroath nil. In League 1 Clyde 2 FC Edinburgh 1 Dunfermline 2 Queen of the South nil, Falkirk 1 Airdrie nil, Kelty nil, Alloa nil, Montrose 1 Peterhead nil. In League 2 Annan 2 Albion Rovers nil. Bonnie Rig Rose nil, Dumbarton nil, East Five two, Stranraer nil, Elgin two, Forfar nil, and Stenhouse Muir nil, Stirling Albion nil. Finish with the English Premier League a big full time result: Villa three, Newcastle nil. At the break, Chelsea one, Brighton one, Everton one, Fulham one, Southampton nil, Palace nil, Wolves one, Brentford nil, and Spurs one, Bournemouth one. Roger Hanna, what was the mood inside Ibrox like in that first half? There were a few jeers just when Stephen McLean brought the first half to an end there, coming from the Brimlong Road stand away to my left. Rangers, they've huffed and puffed. It would have been a different game, I think, had James Tavernier scored that penalty kick after just four or five minutes. Really good save by Trevor Carson to keep St Mirren in it. Then you thought it would kick on when Todd Cantwell scored that goal midway through the half and they just haven't kicked on. Everything is just a little bit laboured in St Mirren. Having hung in the game for so long, then took the chance just before the break. Really good finish by Mark Ahara across Alan McGregor and off the far post. They're very much in this game and once again you have to say the Rangers central defensive pairing of John Souter and Ben Davis. They haven't played together an awful lot, Gordon, but they do not look that secure. Yeah, big 45 coming up. The second half's our next. Scottish football's lead leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Not kicked off yet for the second half at Ibrooks. Let's go back there and speak to Roger Hanna. Roger, the game's in the balance. You wonder if the second half is a chance to see some of the players that we don't see too often, whether that is Yanis Hadji or Rabi Matondo or the likes. I agree with that and I wouldn't think there are too many in the starting 11 who could have any complaints if they did come off. Todd Cantwell perhaps been the exception, he's looked busy, he's got into advanced areas, he's scored the goal, he's tested Trevor Carson just before the half time but too many others just not involved in the game. Ophira Varelos dropping off, not a threat to the three St Mirren central defenders. Sakala has tried to get into advanced areas but too often he's had little support and for me Malik Tillman sitting far too deep, he's almost in between Nico Raskin and John Lundstrom in a deep-lying midfield role. A couple of times in the first half, Gordon, he was picking up the ball off the centre-halves, standing between the centre-halves. That's not where Malik Tillman does his best work, and I would imagine there would be some stern words from Michael Beale at the break. St Mirren have just come out for the second half, or just waiting at the Rangers team coming out. Here they come now, in fact, to see if there are any changes straight away from Michael Beale. But the likes of Arfield, Hadji... Even Rami Matondo on that bench and would offer options to Michael Beale in the second half. There are no changes from either side of the break, so the same players coming back out. But even, you know, maybe I'm picking hairs here, but the likes of Malik Tillman, Alfredo Morelos, trudging back onto the Ibrox starters for the second half, as if it's everything is way, way too laboured. They need to buck up their ideas, or St Mirren, making their first result here since Stephen Thompson 12 years ago. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Buy now, pay nothing till 2024. There's still time for it to change dramatically, Hugh, but mm. even at this stage, I think it would need to be dramatic because Rangers may kick on and, and win 2 1, 3 1, yeah. whatever, but we're halfway through and I can just feel yet another of these Saturday afternoons on the show every single time it feels like yeah. every time Rangers play at home at 3 o'clock on a Saturday against one of the so-called smaller teams they win the match but it doesn't satisfy the Rangers fans who then phone us and tell us that and how the, many times this season yeah and at the moment this is a ramy in the making because the Rangers fans will not settle for points being dropped to Ibrox the possibility of Celtic extending a 12-point lead into something even more embarrassing. So they had better give themselves a shake in the second half. And the, the scene that uh, Roger Hanna described there of players who just find it all too boring. You know, they, they, they are almost admitting, well, the league was lost last week. So, you know, what, what do you want us to do about it? That will not sit well with the Rangers fans. They have to in the second half win and win in a way that takes people's minds off the first half bit surprised um, I thought he maybe had just shaken up a little bit put a little bit of a rocket up one or two of them I mean why not yeah exactly but he's decided maybe just to see if he's had time team talk gets any benefits uh, Gordon then he'll obviously make substitutions but I've got to say just listening to Roger and obviously St Man lose that the, the the opportunity for Rangers with the penalty kick and got to give credit to St Man 1-1 so far they'll feel confident coming out that tunnel but um, I think the Rangers fans along Ibrox today will be looking for a better performance second half Fraser Wishart quite rightly pointing out that a point for St Mirren Mark so if it stays as it is would virtually guarantee top 6 because they would be 3 points ahead of Livy with a far better goal difference so it yeah. wouldn't be arithmetically secure but pretty much huge huge for St Mirren and by all accounts they, they certainly deserve where they're sitting at the minute for Rangers and Michael Beale we keep talking about will he change the side up will he give others an opportunity to shine again he's been loyal now we've said that about a couple of Rangers managers who have been loyal to the same personnel time and time again yielding the same results and by the sounds of it that 45 minutes there where Rogers describing Guys like Morelos coming deep and having no impact on the back. Like, how many times is that going to happen before a manager, and it's Michael Beale's job now, thinks, I'm changing something to to actually entertain the fans that come along to witness it? Because for too many weeks, mm. the fans have been going along the Ibrox, and you're right, Gordon, phone us up after and say, we won, but was it entertaining? No, it wasn't. Because I take the point, it obviously makes sense what you guys were all saying before the game, that, you know... You, just because the league's over, apparently, you can't just start ripping up the team and, and playing everyone because, A, you can't afford to fall further behind yep. and you, you can't get yourself in a bad place uh, leading into the semi-final. But that only stands up if you get the job done. Yeah. Because if you don't, then fans will say, well, what is the point? At least if, if this season is going to end disappointingly, why not at least give us something? Give us something new. Give well, us something fresh. You know... <sighs> The chairman, Doogie Park, left. At the same time, though. Goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. More like it if you're Michael Beale, Fashion Sakala glancing a header at the near post. And if in half an hour's time it's 5 1 Rangers, then those phone calls won't be the same.
Of course, what? Uh, <laughs> so such is the nature of football that you you barely have time to discuss the scenario. Should they drop anything, then they go back in front. Now they have to build on this uh, to be ahead twice in the match and not win the match. Only adds to your problem. So at the moment they have fashioned, if you like, mm. their own survival for the day, and they have to keep it that way now. Yeah, there's a man you're talking about uh, players that are trying to prove a point, especially for a semi-final coming up, because Sakala will be desperate to play in this game. Um, I said earlier, I was wondering whether he would have made substitutions or waited for that usual 10, 15, 20 minutes to see if the probably a few strong words in the dressing room, how they get through to his players, and obviously they've responded and uh, a good time to get a goal. Well, that'll be it, Mark. It's now... Okay, we we were overreacting or we were premature, but still going to have to kick on from here because I keep going over it. The, look at the games. So Rangers went two up on Dundee United in the fifty fifth minute, two nil in the last home game they played. We get so many calls afterwards, boring, you know, just not inspiring, etc., etc. The previous league home game again, Kilmarnock, they're three nil up at half time, but Kelly scored in the second half, and it becomes a bit of a drag. You go. I can keep going. The game, the home game before that is Ross County. It's one all up to the 75th minute and Borna Barisic gets a deflected free kick. Again, same story. St Johnston 2-0 the week before that, uh, the home game before that, but Nicky Clark was sent off after 37 minutes. So Rangers have an opportunity now. 40 minutes left. Go and turn this into a 4-1. Yeah. Go and do what Celtic do to teams ultimately. Well, of course, and Rangers fans are right to expect that. When you see the, the gap and the between Rangers squad to St Mirren's squad if you're paying your money as a season ticket holder to go and watch most weeks you expect to be entertained now it's 2-1 just now do you want to sit for the next 40 minutes just watching a pass going side or backwards and 2-1's and enough of course not you want to see a bit of flair that gets you up off your seat you want to see scoring more goals you want to see some sort of progress in game I'm not seeing it at the minute Oh that could be a big goal that at the bottom of the championship Cove Rangers 1 Inverness nil. it's former Inverness player Ian Vigers although I feel like he's played for Inverness and Ross County about five times He loves each. that neck of the woods oh, doesn't yeah. he? Oh, he yeah. doesn't yeah. want to leave that neck of the woods Is Cove and Inverness could they Aberdeen will yeah. Aberdeen and He'll be playing with Aberdeen you, Do you just think anything north of Cumberland? No 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 I, I know well see if you got that bypass Right a up. new bypass at so Aberdeen Is Cove close to Inverness? Is that what you're telling uh, Probably me? about an hour So no, no then <laughs> ah, Well it depends what you mean by close uh, Harkses has a low shot saved by David Fuel says Cove to Inverness is a five hour round trip What road's he taking? Where, where's he going? Yeah. He's, he's walking He's, he's obviously not on the, the bypass is open mm-hmm. <laughs> Once yeah. you pass Cumberland Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to half the nation <laughs> listening <laughs> Right, Google that. Get get a four and a half planner. hours. Four and yeah, a half hours. Yeah. Oh no no what? Yeah. Producer Chris. No Chris. chance. No oh, Tinverness. <laughs> Where's he <laughs> Google to? Aberdeen. He's telling me it's four miles. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound. Uh, uh, there we go. Tillman's tripped by Fraser on the edge of the box. Maybe a chance for Rangers to extend their advantage further. Yeah, two and a half hours. Mark Wilson. Gordon, uh, I'm Sorry. not here to tell anyone what to do. Great. As if. Second half teaser, not yeah, right. get it nice. Just yeah, thank you. I'm just. I'm, 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 I'm your wingman yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I'm your wingman. 
The second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. This one for me is like trying to jump Beecher's Brook with no horse. <laughs> right. I have played alongside Robin Van Persie and Leandro Trossard. I have been managed by Rude Hewlett and Dick Advocat. I have won three domestic cup competitions in my career, starting in two of the finals. I had the only goalless season of my career while playing in Scotland. Let me run over that again. It's tough now that I hear it back. I've played alongside Robin Van Persie and Leandro Trossard. I have been managed by Rude Hewlett and Dick Advocat. I have won three domestic cup competitions in my career, starting in two of the finals. But I had the only goalless season of my career while playing in Scotland. Who am I? Very tough. Even you, Gordon Deal. You're I'm quite good at these, that. bizarrely. Uh, I think you'll struggle. But listen, they need to be tough because every week I say they're difficult and our listeners are unbelievable. They're so good at these. I genuinely don't know how you do it because it's not the type of thing you can Google. I don't even figure out how your thought process works. You're that far ahead. Um, maybe that's not saying much But you're brilliant at them So keep your guesses flowing at Clyde SSB Show me your paper Mark What was oh, your uh, she, she, a wrong, no. she a wrong guess Is that a good guess? No that's Can you say that? Can you say Oh good guess is, But it's a wrong that's guess That's so far off Is it? Yeah I mean really? yeah, I, right, I, think, okay. I think he's up one there. Um, Furlong's been played in Down the left side of the box For Motherwell But slashes his effort wide Motherwell did actually have the ball In the net again Oh um, Kevin Van Veen obviously mm. But it was offside And it was a brilliant finish Conversely You know I mean We, we give Van Veen All the praise in the world What if he left? Oh yeah I know <laughs> Who'd score a goal? You just replace him in the summer here <sighs> Yes one. but One leaves One comes in mm, Going to be interesting uh, See if they were to start A, a Competition for the best disallowed goals of the season because there was the infamous Jota offside for Park mm. episode, which was an unbelievable goal. Uh, and not as many will remember this because in a smaller game, Van Veen at Tynecastle earlier this season, talking mm. about top scoring Dutchman Van Basten esque. Yeah. And the, uh, I think VAR ruled it out for offside. There's nothing worse. I think you should get one a season. Just let it go. But it's like uh, such a good goal that you get to play you like can a, decide. a Joker card if it's Yeah, that Joker. Good. Yeah, I'm playing my Joker. Um, big save from Trevor Carson Rangers could have wrapped this one up on the counter It was Nicholas Raskin 20 yards clawed away By the goalkeeper Well it sounds as if Rangers are trying at least to, to better the first half performance It sounds as if Michael Beale might have been telling a few Yeah much better truths. actually Sakala wide after the on, on the break as well So yep much better Because you know The Rangers fans are looking for them to build momentum towards the semi-final on the 30th of April. If Rangers fail to win that semi-final, the season is over on the 30th of April. They are already more points behind Celtic than they were when Michael Beale took over. Therefore, the fans would go back to him and say, we're only nine points behind Celtic when you took over. Now it's worse than that. It's your fault. Yeah, well, looking much better in the second half. 2-1 up as things stand as well. How did you enjoy your half-time pies today? All good? Oh, well... Lovely. Yeah. Do you know who didn't enjoy theirs? Who? Producer Scott. Uh-huh. It doesn't exist because producer Michael, <laughs> who brought the pies in, he's worked here for a year and he a half. He wasn't happy, was he? 18 months. 
And you can't remember his name And you called him Scott To thank him for, for <laughs> no, his That's what he was saying Scott Scott Sc- no. Scotty <laughs> You're right It was worse Because it was It was um, Scott Go and get me a coffee yeah. I feel I feel like we're just Getting to know each other In the Scott, building 18 now months and, uh, what? 18 months They don't even sound alike Those names I think he, he said I, he looks like a I Scott I think he looks like A wee bit like Scott I think his mother Went too early With the Michael shout uh, to be quite honest with you, um, yeah, I can only apologise to him. He was embarrassed by that. I was, I nah, was embarrassed. Was. I must admit, I don't get embarrassed easy, Big but face on especially him. when I was shouting about four times. And <laughs> Scott, you know, Scott, he, he actually got a wee bit angry. He turned around and he went, "I've worked here for eighteen months." For <laughs> <laughs> Good on him Kevin Van Veen again A tight angle A great volley I think he must have heard me About his one at Tynecastle But it's saved on this occasion Well it sounds like Jim Goodwin Will feel pleased That he's still in this Because Motherwell could be yeah. Far out of sight here Oh Dundee What's happening They go behind Get themselves back level Now Robbie Muirhead's put Morton Back in front mm. It's a strange A big goal now Championship there are the same number of points as uh, Queen's Park uh, And this is their the game, game in hand if you, As it were uh, So, bizarre Well, it makes it exciting for the running I think Thistle are still in oh, win, win the league No Thistle win the league They win today, which they are Right, they would Dundee go three lose. points behind okay. Dundee. Yeah, okay. I think so. That's spoken like a man who I'll had a look at the table in the yeah, championship. Not to be fair, because I had looked at it and, even, and I doubted you, but I was kind yeah, of forgetting it. Like and I know that, but the, the man in my left and you, for a fact, hadn't looked at the table. I sort of glanced down there and I thought, oh, he's got a point here. I'll need to back him up. I think a couple of Rangers bookings to tell you about. There was certainly Lundstrom for a challenge on O'Hara. I think Todd Cantwell might have just joined them uh, as well So no response yet from St Johnston Livy 2-0 up at the break Are we going to get a response? Well uh, you were telling us Gordon that uh, Callum Davidson sent the St Johnston players out early Yes he uh, did uh, 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 The place is a shambles at the minute You know I, I don't particularly like all that stuff But send them out early, get them out my road Um you, you only send a, a team of resentful players out that way But uh, they, they are just declining on a weekly basis Kevin Van Veen with another chance He steals the ball off Aina But his low shot is saved Probably should have scored that one And then Furlong with a shot blocked It certainly sounds like Motherwell looking the more likely Charlie Mulgrew turned up, is he there? Um, but if I dust off my football cliche book, Gordon That second goal um, is... Is going to be vital That can change everything Yeah If Mother will get the second goal It's all over uh, Game over I don't think Dundee United Have got the character To come back into that Where as much as we're talking About Mother And how good they are This is massive for Jim It's a great opportunity If they, they get three points today What a boost that would be To get off the bottom Of the table Yeah But It's an informed Motherwell Informed Van Veen so it's going to be very difficult and it's going to be so, so important. Falkirk 1, Airdrie 2, Callum wow. Gallagher with a 63rd minute penalty. That's a big goal and Fraser Wishart pointing out, I noticed this yesterday actually, Queen's Park Dundee is the last game of the season. Is it? Imagine a proper Brilliant. title decider. Oh, Winner takes yeah. all. That would be incredible. It's at Oakle View. Wait, it's uh, a shame. I was going to say, where's oh, that? Oh. I'll tell you what, the big man Palmerston, on this week. Palmerston Pep is... 
crumbling 4 yeah. nil in Ferman it's not, he's, had it, he's had it all his own way Almost since taking over No manager of the month He got Queen's in a good position But this is a top of the table Rampant Dunfermline team Who are about to wrap up the, the league So a I'll different be over at Palace and so, uh, Monday morning Just sitting there waiting for him to come yeah, so it's yeah, a, a tough afternoon. A tough. The good thing is we have them on a Wednesday, so maybe the dust will have settled by slightly. then, is it? Yeah, yeah. You need to take these beatings early in your managerial career. And it's, he's gone. Well, you learn from him. You learn from him. He's done well up yeah. until this point. Yeah, you learn from him. You learned after breaking mm. not to be a manager. Yeah, the problem is when you try and get current professionals in on a Monday night. I mean, when was the last time we saw Andy Halliday? Do you know what I mean? After well, I tell you results, what, I, I've seen a I bit. Just book him in for some time in October. Yeah, but I tell you, he's he's maybe not having a good time on the field, but he's certainly his head's having a good time. That hair <laughs> is beautiful. Uh, he needs a haircut now. I mm. never have said that before. That's the thing. Does it? What happens with that? When maybe you get it done, X amount of time. Exactly. So you'd be scared to go and get a Dundee one, Morton three, a quick fire double from oh. Robbie Muirhead. It's astonishing. But the interesting with regard to Andy, whether or not his manager has taken it well today, his interim manager, because Stephen Naismith had plenty to say about what was mm. wrong with the, the, the Robbie Nielsen regime. We'll hear from the, those managers actually post Edinburgh Derby soon. Cove won Inverness, won that local derby that Mark was talking uh, about. Uh, and I did say mm. the next goal at Fir Park would be crucial. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvement. And for all Motherwell's pressure it is Niskanen who equalises for Dundee United. How big a goal might that turn out to be come the end of the season? Motherwell having a number of chances in the second half but it was a Harks cut back, a low shot and it's Motherwell 1, Dundee United 1. Jim Goodwin stands the chance of being the happiest man in the place over this weekend because he's watched uh, Ross County lose last night. He has... Every hope, every wish that Kilmarnock will lose to Celtic tomorrow and he might be the only one from the bottom three to get something and that's a, a psychological lift. If I was going for a drink with Jim Goobin later on tonight, I'd, I'd be thinking that he might turn up. Oh, here's home, because so? that deposit, I'm not getting back <laughs> in the table. Later. But I tell you, as long as Dundee United just keep Ticking off the points and getting ever closer, you know, if they take a point of her part today, say oh, from this position though, when the chips are down, you've got to go and try and get all three, surely. Well, yeah, I can see your I mean, thinking. It's not, even enough to, not, not enough to move them off bottom. Well, I don't think they'll, they'll shut up shop. No, I know that's that. what you mean. No, but no, no. if you come away from Fur Park and it's a point, having facing a Motherwell side who are beating it all in front of them, it should, seems should at the minute. Should be out of sight, according to David. And Steele. should yeah. be out of sight, then you're a happy man. There'll be a winner there. I think David's got a very good game there. That's I think the, there'll be a winner. That's the the problem. If you are totally reliant on one man scoring your goals, if he has scored one but has had, had other chances that have not gone in, there's nobody else in a Motherwell jersey that looks likely to score. Yeah, neither a Sean Goss free kick or mm. another moment of magic. But we'll see. We've got a good game on our hands there. Anyone got the teaser yet? Yes. Yes. That's unbelievable. Lots. Read the question, Hugh. I have played alongside Robin Van Persie and Leandro Trossa. I have been managed by Rude Hewlett and Dick Advocar. I've won three domestic cup competitions in my career, starting in two of the finals. But I had the only goalless season of my career while playing in Scotland. Who am I? 
There's a good standard on here. Mm. Lucas thinks it might be Peter Van Vossen. Nope. Dale thinks it might be Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. No. Remember him? Yeah. Uh, Mark Hanna thinks Colin Kazim Richards. No. And We Talk Media, Effie Ambrose. Not Effie. Okay, get those guesses in then. I like this. I like the I like the efforts out there. It's a it's a good one, I must say. Um, East five five Stranraer nil. That's a big score line. Only sixty four minutes gone. Uh, Rory McLeod's come on for Kieran Freeman, so it's a striker on for a fullback. So I think Dundee United are certainly going for it. Mm, yeah, brave decision. Well, as you said, you know a win gets them off the bottom. Now, in psychological terms, that's great. Uh, that puts the others in bother. Um, uh, the, the only thing that could prevent your weekend from turning into disaster would be Kilmarnock winning. Ooh. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Rangers 2, St Mirren 2, Mark O'Hara 2, a snapshot from 20 yards. The St Mirren captain is having an unbelievable season and he's gone to Ibrox and got himself on a hat-trick with about 25 minutes or so to go. Rangers Mm. couldn't clear their lines again and Mark O'Hara makes them pay. Two brilliant finishes from him and Michael Beale will not be best pleased. You take the lead once... And St Mirren equalise Okay, that can happen You take the lead twice And St Mirren equalise again Rami in the making The Rangers fans On the back of the Celtic defeat last week Do not need this kind of performance Started with Curtis Main Doing what Curtis Main does Sort of bullying Ben Davies Corner given away And you know that, that's yeah. where it starts off Yeah, well uh, That was always going to be the case today For Curtis Main And Tony Watt alongside him Was how can they affect Both Rangers centre-halves After last week's show And now By all accounts Roger's telling us That Davies is having another Difficult afternoon Curtis Main can do that to you In fairness He can, aye. He, he certainly can But Davies I think his performances For Rangers this season Have fell way short And I don't just mean the error Last week I, I mean overall um, and it sounds like another one this afternoon but fair play to St Mirren never easy going behind once then again but to pull yourself back into it Stephen Robinson's side deserve immense credit yeah they've certainly got something to hold on for or they might just fancy all three points this afternoon because they'll uh, obviously be taking a lot of confidence Harris has been absolutely brilliant for them I must admit um, but I think the Rangers fans sitting there along at Ibrox will not be happy at all. Can I read Stephen Robertson saying someone would have to break the, the transfer record to get Ahara? Was that this week I read something oh. along those lines? And the transfer record is set at £850,000 uh, many, many Penalty years ago. Penalty, Dundee United, oh. Liam Kelly's brought down Stephen Fletcher. This could be a big, big moment. In the relegation battle Because Stephen Fletcher will, I assume Will have On oh no, a Jamie McGrath Is he on uh, One of the two Someone will have the chance To put Dundee United in front If it stays that way They would lift themselves Off bottom So this could be massive We did say it's the big Business end of the season Every kick of the ball matters Chelsea 1 Brighton 2 Hugh oh, There you go Never in doubt <laughs> Seagulls Imagine any of your idiotic colleagues Had placed a small responsible no. wager on Chelsea Winning that How one How bad are be, Chelsea? They would be very disappointed <laughs> Frank Lampard <laughs> takes over Which was inexplicable in itself I have to say And then loses to Wolves in his first game Loses to Real Madrid Which is understandable I'll tell you what He'll get manager of the month Because that's what happens down there He's getting into jobs I can't believe he's getting jobs for 
Uh, oh, comeback oh, time. Comeback. Yeah, Dundee 2, Morton 3. Oh. Brilliant. Kwame Thomas in 71. This penalty is going to get checked. I mean, they, they do generally, don't they? Um, so I don't think that's any drama at the moment. I don't think there's a monitor being looked at just yet. Kevin Van Veen's doing the old stand on the spot, trying to put them off. You wouldn't want to mess up that penalty spot, though, with the nice pitch. Dipoak and Yemi, Roger Hanna's mm. favourite championship goal getter. Has equalised Partick Thistle 1 Air 1 That's a big goal Penalty given At Fir Park mm. Jamie McGrath He's still on So good isn't does. he yeah. He missed him And he is and he's, it's, They're so casual Aren't they You know yeah. He just kind of waits For the goalkeeper But well, last week What was that 91 yeah. minutes Or something Pressure on him Slows yeah. that way Cam as you like I fancy a goalkeeper To save this There you go 50-50 chances yeah. if it, No 50-50 For the goal They go right or left <laughs> You're Jamie McGrath's got a very good record A very no. good record from the spot And he steps up Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements And indeed makes no mistake Just stroked it down the middle It's just what he does They're so Ow. casual but they're effective And Dundee United have turned it round Motherwell were one up Should have been out of sight And Dundee United lead 2-1 and are off the bottom of the table as things stand. Incredible. Um, Ten minutes ago, yeah. Hugh, I was just saying Jim Goodwin would be delighted that he's still in it at 1-0 because Van Veen had missed so many chances, it, it seemed. Got themselves level and in front. Now this is a different test for them. Can they see it out for the rest of the game? Well, it, could, it could be a good week. Is it next week, I think, their home last game at Livingston. Am I yeah, correct in that? Yeah. So, so far, uh, I think the, the turning point, I think you've seen it in Jim's interview after the Hibs game. Late winner Really got them going Got them fired up Got to be difficult today mm. I still stand That they'd be on 28 points Which is the same as Kilmarnock um, They have a slightly better Goal difference Than the United They would be hoping That Celtic Would go to Rugby Park And even though The playing surface Is terrible there They would be hoping That Celtic would simply Do what Celtic do And win the match And that would be the turning of a corner for Jim Goodwin. They're pushing for a winner at Ibrooks. Who's in Mirren? St Mirren. They're pushing yeah. for Mains headed wide from Strain's free kick. And they're giving it a good old go. Well, there'll be grumbles, certainly, oh, yeah. from, the, from the stands, and deservedly so, because Rangers needed a reaction. We always speak about reactions, how important it is, but after losing to Celtic at home, you need a big reaction, and they've not got it this afternoon. And the best you can hope for now is a scruffy win. You know, because that's how it'll be mm. viewed by the people who are there. Twice in front, twice pegged back. It, it, it's a scruffy win now, if you can get a win. But that's what I was going to say. In the context of last week, you can talk reaction. But since Michael Beale came in, and do you know what? Maybe even all season. What are the truly impressive league performances at Ibrox? The, 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 the most impressive league performances have all been at Tynecastle, Easter, Easter Road, Road yeah, Pataudry. Yeah. I thought in spells against Celtic they, they, they played they Oh but played I think well. a game they draw though Do you know what I mean That's yeah. what, For, um, for Rangers to go through an entire season And not really I mean they did beat Ross County 4-0 mm. I think in August So mm. we're under Under the previous manager I think St Johnson as well Way at the, the start of the season um, even earlier in August But that that is a good point Gordon Because when Michael Beale came in I think everyone expected This upturn In the actual standard On the pitch uh, Remember When they came in The training's different People are saying this In clips of training Look at this And the intensity's up 
reverted mm. back to the same old when they took to the pitch on a Saturday. Double change for Motherwell. Peyton and Aitchison come on for Cornelius and Mandron as Motherwell somehow look to try and get back into the game. They could and should have been out of sight. But Dundee United are in front and that could be massive. How's the full-time teaser, Hugh, remind us? Yeah, as I say, I thought it was impossible. But... Nope. I played alongside Robin Van Persie and Leandro Trossar. I have been managed by Rude Hewlett and Dick Advoca. I have won three domestic cup competitions in my career, starting in two of the finals. But I had the only goalless season of my career while playing in Scotland. Let me see your paper, Gordon Leal. Let me I'll see your two, phone. but I'm going for the bottom one because I... yeah, there's no somebody's text you that. I don't care. What you say. <laughs> Is that right? That's right. What yeah. one? What one? Bottom one. <laughs> you know what? Disgraceful. You know what? It's his face that gives. He always does. Hold on, so surprised. Shrugs. <gasps> shrugs his shoulders. Right, I'll tell you shows. what. I must be really good because he's standing there. My phone's yeah, there. Have that. I touched that phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I touched <laughs> that no, phone? Lemon no. Curry thinks it's Freddie Yunberg. No, 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 no Freddie. Uh, Alan Lappin, Bert Conterman. No. John Paul Gallagher. Here's a name: Evander Snow. No. Reese Colaturi. Nope. Kev D. The lesser spotted Dirk Boritka Remember oh, remember that yeah. guy oh, ah, In fact He did not pop up In some he sort did. of interview The other day uh, yeah. Had a go at Ronnie Dial Did he know Or something like that The only time right? I saw him Was outside a Costa Coffee In the town <laughs> <laughs> Why not Because um, you wouldn't see him I On the pitch The Huggenfield Goat Stefan Givarsh No Okay 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 Lots of people Get in touch on Twitter For Various things Ryan Wilson says Any chance of a shout out For the middle of the night Loyal Wilson boys From down under Adelaide Australia <laughs> Never miss a show Keep up the good work What well, time is it in must Adelaide? Be a, must be a fad uh, In Adelaide It's about Four in the morning Ah good on them Well done Yeah. No it's five past one In the morning No it can't be what can't be one oh six Producer Chris Unless they've got A couple of Like a uh, like half hours added on. What's this guy? He's Chris is having a nightmare. Oh, yeah. The day, uh, he? he says, as he's sticking by it, maybe it's what do I know about time zones? Anyway, it's, it's how small the world yeah, is when people is. in yes, Adelaide, are, Australia are listening I, to you. He, I, I, do you know what? From this moment on, I'm going to always listen to producer Chris. They are nine and a, they're nine and a half hours ahead. I didn't ahead. even know that was a thing. No, no, that's confusing, isn't it? Oh, oh, Marvin Bartley, get out of town. Oh, From yeah. Farmland. He's, he's coming to the seven clock. Five. Come on, he's welcome coming to the seven, seven Marvin. Marvin. <laughs> five. Come on, the pals. Oh, it's got to be a real thumb in this show. Should if you're be, a manager or ex manager, you, you must be in the seven. Has Jim Duffy ever been in the seven club? Oh, probably. Nah, he's too experienced. No, uh, as a player or you, a Duff. manager. Shut, shuts up shop. Duff, 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 Duff knew what he was doing. Duff shuts up shop at four. <laughs> yeah, I think. Listen to you. Duff knew what he was doing. Dunfermline 5 Marvin Bartley's Queen of the South nil. come on we gave him all the praise from the world manager of the month you got to take the rough ah, let's give him stick he's got his tactics all wrong on today a, on a series not that it makes it okay because he'll be the first one but going away to top of the table going to win the league you just wonder if they've just got that sense about them today that nothing was there'll be a good crowd there as yeah. well good atmosphere out. Good isn't, one it, um, them. isn't it amazing how things go in football Ahmad Diallo who was a flop at Rangers and he's now put Sunderland mm. 2-1 up against Birmingham and he's talked about as young player of the year etc etc he couldn't cross the road here I've seen or, a lot of Sunderland he's been terrific wild alternative theory for you our knee-jerk hysterical reactions mm. to everything in Glasgow are not the best way to judge football players I'm glad I'm not like that 
I just think just just uh, worth considering, maybe. No, yeah, I I just think for footballers, clubs are like gloves. Some fit and some don't. Oh I, th- oh. I I just homespun philosophy. Will you wait? Thank you, Hugh. I I just <laughs> think that Rangers <laughs> didn't shoot him. Maybe Scottish game didn't shoot him. You're right. You get judged very quickly. I've watched yeah. a lot of him at Sunderland. And he just looks a completely different player. He's just playing with so much confidence. Yeah, but if you remember, he actually finished the season quite strongly. He, you know, after everything was kind of done, kind of looked a bit back to. And remember, this is a Rangers. So he's part of that Rangers team that gets battered at Celtic Park. What mm-hmm. was only his second game or something. So you then write off individuals, which sometimes takes away. I mean, the the full Rangers team obviously had to flop spectacularly. Mm-hmm. Ahmad Diallo obviously was not a bad footballer. Clearly. Well, look at Sadiq. When he came to Rangers yeah. I mean he did look Particularly bad was, for instance, I, I remember watching him At Hamden And I thought Yeah I will never go down As the worst player ever To wear that jersey I just um, don't know if it There's always going to be A bit of it right Because clearly we We always talk about Goldfish bowl It's an expectation level Like probably no other Anywhere really Because you simply have to Win all the time But I just don't think It can Always be that. Maybe, maybe we are the problem a bit at times. Oh. I, I could not deny that uh, from a journalistic point of view. You know, assumptions are made, uh, verdicts are arrived at in record time. So I could not deny that. But it's just remarkable that he has gone from what he was at Ibrox to what he is now at the Stadium of Life. I think we judge very quickly. Here. Yeah, we, we go yeah. especially when you come to Rangers and Celtic. You know, if you don't hit the ground running, all of a sudden, oh look who we've signed! And I think there's a settling in period, and we've mm. got to be more patient. But it's just the way we are. And I'm not saying you could have done it. I don't even know the ins and outs in a business sense. But as an and again, benefit of hindsight. But you would have kept. I'm a Diallo rather than sign Rabi Matondo for a couple of million quid and a relatively mm. good wage, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, especially with the way he's playing at Sunderland. But as, you, as we said earlier, I think we just jump in very quickly. Sure. We make our mind up, we judge, and uh, we don't give opportunities. Arfield, Haji, and Kamara for Davis, Tillman, and Raskin. Lundstrom to centre half. Davies couldn't get off quick enough, says Roger Hanna. But then I suppose do you want that bit of urgency. When you're losing and you're trying to chase a winner, I don't know. Um, but is that another? I'm about to be unfair on individuals and jump in quickly, like I yeah. like said we shouldn't do a minute ago. Um, you know, Tillman, Raskin to a point. These are the guys you're trying to hope that can dig you out of this hole and, and go and go and win the game for you. Yeah, um, I think there'll be a few disappointed oh. players have got to go. Goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. An inspired substitution because Alfredo Morelos has Rangers 3 2 in front with not long to go. It was good work by Todd Cantwell. Close range finish. And Rangers take the lead for the third time. Rangers 3, St. Mirren 2. Well, out I'll, of nothing, by the way. Yeah, I'll leave it up to the callers at 5 o'clock to tell us whether it's a scruffy win, a deserved win. Uh, a worrying win because of the the way that certain players are not rising to the occasion. Uh, so I, I'll leave it up to the eyewitnesses. But all I'll say is, if you go in front three times and still don't win the match, I know how it sounds from five o'clock until six o'clock on here. Surely from here, Mark. Yeah, Wilson. they'll probably win the game. But I think we're beyond the stage that Rangers fans were at saying, 
It's a win so nothing else matters oh, because be Celtic's on the horizon as long as we keep in touch we're well beyond that now now it's about seeing signs of progress a 3-2 win against St Mirren at home and it's been a real struggle isn't progress for Rangers at all so a lot of work to be done ahead of not just the semi-final but Petaudry next week yeah. which is a huge game the way Aberdeen are playing at the minute no Graham Shinney of course for Aberdeen after that sending off Sean Kelly's on for Jason Holt for Livy looks like they'll see this one out Dundee United a solid back five what we like to see protect what we like to see the team bus is reversing yeah, the into bus Fir Park there are not many teams that come to Fir Park and sit in with a back five but you would be forgiven under the circumstances don't blame them um, you've got game that, management isn't you've it you've got that valuable three points you know that Motherwell have got a danger in Van Veen free kick maybe for goes um, I would I would certainly be doing the same tactics because they three points give you so much breathing space and the fact of just lifting you off the Rangers bottom of the table. might finish with a flourish here the ball's in the net flags up but it will go to VAR it was Morelos the cross from Matondo so you never know these are very difficult to call as we have seen many many times this season if anything it looks more like Matondo might have been off at the start of the move you see, in our world of jumping to conclusions, Gordon, the, the callers at five will say, Matondo should play against Celtic in the semi-final. He's the answer, he's the missing link. Rangers might kick on and win this comfortably in the end, you never know, but um, we'll have a, a look and see what VAR has to say for itself. Um, do another quick... One last very quick reminder of the teaser, Hugh, and I'll round it off in a second. I've played alongside Robin Van Persie and Leandro Trossard. I have been managed by Rude Hewlett and Dick Advoca. I've won three domestic cup competitions in my career, starting in two of the finals, but I had the only goal this season of my career in Scotland. Yep, going to round it off very soon. Richard thinks it's Bert Conterman. Nope. Graham thinks it's Mikel Arteta. Nope. Uh, Arkham thinks it's Bruno Alves No sir Right okay We'll nearly do it We'll do it very soon um, Almost 3-1 For Dundee United A McLeod shot saved I think we're still waiting You know Oh it is a goal Rangers Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements A very quick fire double From Alfredo Morelos And all of a sudden What was all the fuss about Rangers 4 St Mirren 2 well, we'll decide what the first was, if any, when the calls start at five o'clock because this is eyewitness time. Roger Hanna will put it into perspective and then we'll let the, the people who paid to get in tell us how they felt about it. But the good thing for Rangers' point of view, yeah, it's probably not been the greatest, but confidence-wise, Morelos getting back mm -hmm. and amongst the goals, especially with big games coming up, Petaudry and Hamden in the next few weeks. It's easier to start finding positives, Mark, because you can't take the negatives away. But you say, well, we won at home. We scored four times against the, was it the third best defence in the league coming into the the, the fixture? That's not to say that there, there aren't negatives, because of course they are, but your list of positives just grows at the same time. Well, you score four. Of course, it, it puts a different outlook in the afternoon. Um, of course, still questions there, but uh, look, Hugh's right. The, the real judgment will come from the Rangers fans who were at the game today, who phone in, who will tell you what they were expecting compared to what they saw. Um, so I'll be interested, and also interested to hear what Michael Beale mm. says about the full afternoon's performance. Yeah, but if you're Stephen Robinson, you'll be gutted you've made it to 80 minutes level 
And then the game's gone from you within the space of two minutes. Yeah, if you say at the beginning of the game, listen, you'll score two goals today at Ibrox, you'd be thinking, oh, this could be a, a good day for us. But Rangers have the habit of doing that. Um, I didn't see the game. I don't know. I'm only got to listen to Roger and obviously supporters phoning in their way home. Um, but there are positives there for Rangers. Four goals at home. Morelis, as I say, getting back in amongst them. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear what the fans' reaction is from this afternoon Yeah, five to go at Fir Park Motherwell looking for an equaliser Dundee United clinging on to what would be one of the results of the weekend Payton's had a shot deflected wide McKinstry's come on for Furlong So that game really flipped in its head very quickly Motherwell cruising for a long time Dundee United 2-1 in front I'll tell you what, we'll leave some space for any late drama I don't think... There's much really for Park would be the only place you would be looking, but you never know. So let's do it, Hugh Evans. Okay. The second half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Robin Van Persie and Leandro Trossard. I have been managed by Ruth Hewlett and Dick Advoca. I have won three domestic cup competitions in my career, starting in two of the finals, but I had the only goalless season of my career while playing in Scotland. I am Thomas Buffel. Thomas Buffel, there we are. Well done if you got that right, and loads of you did. I did say at the start, the standard on here is incredible. Third place was Rory90, second place KP Jer, and first place Annie's Land. <laughs> not, not the whole place I would no. imagine another one of these to tell you about Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements and here it is here is the convincing home Ibrooks performance we were asking for Mark Wilson and wondering where it is Rangers have scored again another fine running pass from Todd Cantwell who sounds like he's been the main man and Scott Arfield taps home Rangers 5 St Mirren 2 well, quite incredible how that's that's ended up this afternoon, and there could be an argument that Michael Beale makes the substitutions, gets an instant response, and the people who come on have got a genuine argument for starting the game next week. Yep, Todd Cantwell, head and shoulders above the rest, according to Roger Hanna. A good late run by your man, Scott Arfield, as well. And there becomes a point, Gordon, though, we can't now... No one's allowed to pretend the 90 minutes was perfect But 5-2 mm. is an entirely different proposition To what we are talking about a few minutes ago Oh, without a shadow of a doubt um, You know, like players Sometimes we go a bit early And we judge very quickly But it's a game over 90 plus minutes And if you look at that score And you've not been to the game You're sitting here going Rangers have won this mm-hmm. very comfortably indeed It must have been a good afternoon But the supporters that go along there And pay their money They'll tell us And uh, look forward to hearing from them Absolutely And it's time to get worse By the way For St Mirren Still a good five Well be more than that If you think about Any VAR delays And I think there were A few Hugh we can Again we can dig into this On the, the open line mm. But at a time of Not that many positives For Rangers Is it worth acknowledging The The sort of mentality To kick on And make sure you win the game Because it, it might have been Predicted or easy If that's the right word To to, to go under here and, and fear yeah. that it wasn't going to go your way 2-2 80 minutes gone we know what Ibrooks sounds like so it takes good character and good ability to then score three times in the 10 minutes that come after that 
So you can't classify 5-2 as a scruffy win. No. It, it, it has been de-scruffified and uh, it's now a convincing win. I just want to hear from Roger Hanna what brought about this belated transformation. Yeah, well, uh, she, the changes. The change, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that myself. Well, apparently, the old, Todd Cantwell's still been at the heart of it all. Though yeah. he's, he's going to play the ninety by the looks of it, and he's been the main man. And the, and the timing of the goals, Morelos gets two quick goals as well, and then obviously St. Mirren are, are thrown men forward, and that'll play right into Rangers' hands. Uh, as we say, it's a game over ninety plus minutes, and you've got to be patient and. Give Rangers credit They've got the job done Full Five time, goals Dunfermline 5 Queen of the South nil, And we have our first SPFL title Wrapped up Congratulations To Dunfermline They have won the league Earlier than anyone else They've absolutely romped it In the end Marvin Bartley's Queen of the South Easily beaten today And Dunfermline will be A championship side Once again next season Congratulations to James McPaik Who has done such a Convincing job as the manager Congratulations to my old friend Jim Leishman, the greatest and firmest man of them all. And congratulations to Stephen Mill, who never stopped believing. They're, they are a championship club of that, there's no doubt. Their stadium, their setup, everything about it, Gordon. I'm delighted. Just need the results to match that then. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that they'll have learnt um, from going down into League One. It wasn't a pretty sight for them. But I'll look forward to them producing next year because I think they'll bring in some decent players eight minutes added at Fir Park eight for oh, that's outrageous every yeah. time for Dundee United the L time um, Bonnie Rig Rose nil Dumbarton two Russell McLean late on but a, the biggest goal in that division almost last kick of the game Stirling Albion I think Dale Carrick scored yeah, to yeah. beat Stenhouse Muir with almost the last kick and that pretty much Moves uh, Stirling Albion a good well, it does move them a good bit closer. It's almost done for them as well. And in four, Albion Rovers nil, Dominic Doherty in 94. So it's at that stage of the season, leagues are being won, things are being decided. You can't beat it. Well, and uh, down at the bottom, what a day it will be for Jim Goodwin if he becomes the, the winning manager from the bottom three. Uh, Ross County failed to do it last night. Kilmarnock have to be long odds against beating Celtic uh, tomorrow and Dundee United might be the, the psychological winners they they will go if Celtic win be on the same points as Kilmarnock but with a superior goal difference so, and that you have to build upon that Jim won't be taking anything for granted at the minute, Hugh, no, because no, no. remember, at Pataudry, <laughs> he was was at 2-1 up against Rangers with something yeah. like eight minutes to play stoppage time and managed to lose that game. So that will still be fresh in his mind, but almost there. Even a draw would be a decent result. Oh, got to win no, it. No, 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 if you're, as I say, before the game, if you're going in... To play a Motherwell side Could you imagine him losing A goal and now And then you're, um, walking And meeting you tonight uh, but Running out of games though, One of these teams Needs to start winning mm. Mid-April points Or You know I, I think I think The losers this weekend Will be Ross County Obviously mm. Bought me a league And they go to Tynecastle Next week mm -hmm. Now I know that you're saying, well, you wouldn't be too worried about that, but you still think Hearts could win that game. Uh, it's finished Partick 1 air 1. Oh, oh, that's a big goal. Dundee have scored a 94th minute equaliser 
against Morton. Who knows how big that point could be at the top? As a double blow for Partick. Yeah. Drawn at home and then seen Dundee score 94 minutes to equalise. I think this is going to be the first time Rangers have scored five this season. And you're going back to February 2022 for a 5-0 win against Hearts. I think that was the last time uh, they managed what they've achieved to date. Conceded two, of course, and looked ropey for a minute. But, uh, or longer than a minute It's now 5-2 to Rangers And they are cruising Do you know the worrying thing for me uh, I think they'll take a lot of positives out of Of course they will I've just listened to Roger at half time as well The two centre half pairing mm. I think Golson in that middle of that defence Is a massive Mr Rangers I mean he might be back for I think the, the aim is first of all next week With a view to the semi-final If it's not then you know, You're getting pitched straight back in mm. for the semi And things get a little bit nervy well, just just listening, and obviously another two goals leaked today. Um, if Golson was fit on the day of the game, I would take the gamble and play him. I think he's that important at that back for him. Alongside Davies, would you keep I, Davies in Ma- there? Mark, I'm going to say something. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm not being so impressed with Davies. I think I look at him sometimes and I think, yeah, he's a steady enough defender, but I always think there's a mistake in him. Um, but I don't think the, the partnership of Suter and Davies is a good partnership. Let's go back to, to that old thing then. Does Suter play on the left side, though? I know some people don't mind that, don't think that's too disruptive, but it's not. It's I think, not ideal. I think, sorry, I think Suter would be the one that would miss it. I think, I think he likes Davies. Oh, and, oh, sorry, but I thought you were setting this up as if does it yeah, need to be so, No, that's what I mean, yeah. Right. I, I think if Suter does well enough, I don't know how he's done today, but if he does well enough next week, I think you look at. The overall contribution Who's playing the best At this time And if Suter's Playing better than Davis Why wouldn't you? Well a question for Down the line I suspect There are 8 minutes Added on at Fir Park So we've still got a good bit to go Butcher volleyed wide The game management As they call it Is in full flow Dundee United are taking An age over everything uh, and Trying to protect yeah, yeah. That it's getting tense uh, Says David Friel As you would imagine This stage of the season Is it's unbelievable where Full time Ibrox Roger Hanna Rangers 5 St Mirren 2 A fantastic finale But Rangers 3 goals In a 6 minute spell Inside The last 10 minutes But they did Huff and puff For long spells Against St Mirren Before finally Reaching their first 5 goal haul Of the season They should have been ahead Inside 4 minutes Referee Stephen McLean Pointing to the penalty spot After Ali Gogic's trip On Nico Raskan But skipper James Tavernier Just 7 days after Reaching a 100 goal Landmark for Rangers So spot kick Well pushed out By St Mirren Goalkeeper Trevor Carson who had plunged down to his right the breakthrough did come for Rangers after 26 minutes Tavernier's cross from the right finished at close range off the underside of the bar by the outstanding Todd Cantwell who was clearly man of the match this afternoon St Mirren refused to go down though at that stage Ben Davis lost the ball to Greg Kelty in the midfield a bus forward just couldn't find Curtis Main with his pass then the buddy's unhappy Stephen Robinson furious on the touchline when Tony Watt went down under the challenge of Davis referee McLean just waved play on but St Mirren did get an equaliser before the break four minutes added on they couldn't clear their lines Rangers John Suter headed the ball clear from inside his own six yard box but Ryan Strain returned it to Mark O'Hara in the midfield with a cute finish off the far post past Alan McGregor for 1-1 at the break Rangers did respond early in the second half they went back ahead in 48 minutes and then swinging free kick from Borna Barisic on the right glanced home in the near post for Fashion Sakala for 2-1 that was a decent spell for Rangers a fine save by Carson to deny Rico Raska and then Sakala shooting wide after a quick break from Rangers 
Sakala then withdrawn for Robbie Matondo, but St Mirren deservedly levelled again at 2-2 after 65 minutes. Curtis main bullying Davis to win a corner. The ball wasn't clear again, Marangers, and once more O'Hara with a snapshot from 20 yards past McGregor, who saw it late, and into the back of the net for 2-2. Michael Beale's response was to take off Davis, Raskin and Tillman, and send on Kamara, Arfield and Haji, and suddenly Rangers moved through the gears. In 80 minutes, of his 3-2, Cantwell finding space in the box, Playing a ball to Morelos, he controlled it before a finish pass Carson for 3-2. 60 seconds later, it was 4-2. Substitute Matondo breaking on the left, pulling the ball back for Morelos for a fine, emphatic finish pass Carson. The linesman put his flag up, but the VAR Andrew Dallas confirmed Matondo had been onside at the start of the move and gave the goal. And then they put a gloss on it four minutes from the end with a fifth. The man of the match can't well again a terrific run and pass feeding through to the late run of Scott Arfield. He poked the ball under Carson. It was 5-2. It's very harsh on the bodies. Rangers won't care. Rangers 5, St Mirren 2. Well, well, Rangers fans, what did you make of that into the game? You'll be feeling a bit better now. 01419511025. Let us know it's finished in Livingston. Fraser Wishart. Livingston 2, St Johnston 0. Let me keep their hopes of a top six place alive till next week. Comfortable win, mainly due to an excellent first half performance where goals came from Joel Newbley and a spectacular free kick by Stephen Kelly for St Johnston. Poor form continues. Played better in the second half, but they give themselves far too much to do after that poor first 45 minutes. Livingston completely dominated that first half from the kickoff. Bradley and Nubley had early chances before they took the lead in the 23rd minute. Bruce Anderson, who was outstanding all day, brilliant with hold up play, lovely pass, put Nubley through. Dre Wright came across the challenge, he was just shrugged off by Nubley, who then side footed the ball past Matthews with a cool finish. 2 0 in 38 minutes. Stephen Kelly fouled by Callum McPherson to bust forward from midfield, 25 yards out. Well, the midfield player took the free kick himself and a brilliant finish. Bent the ball over the wall, in off the post and high into the net. Really great free kick. So Johnson offered nothing in attack. A McLennan header was saved by George on his line. was the only effort. And Callum Davidson clearly not happy at half-time. Carry on for Phillips. He sent the players out fully five minutes before the second half kicked off. But the pattern of play remained the same at the start. The second half, Newbley headed over. Then Bruce Anderson, fierce shot, was saved by Matthews. It was straight at the goalkeeper. He was thankful for that. Then St. Johnson had probably the best spell of the game. A great chance of 51 minutes. Conor McLennan, the best player. Did really well on the right-hand side. Got to the byline, cut it back beautifully. Laid it on a plate for Graham Carey. Unfortunately, it was to his right foot, his weaker foot. And he blazed over from 14 yards. The tempo dropped out of Livy's game. Began to protect the lead. Shown by Pittman coming on as a sub for winger. Stephen Bradley, youngster, was outstanding. And St. Johnson towards the end, pushing for the goal. Carey shot, beat Shamal George. But Morgan Boys had got back onto the line to block. And then St. Johnson's luck summed up when McLennan fierce shot looked like it was goal bound but hit his own player Melker Herberg and went out for a goal kick to Livy and then Dre Wright should have done better but he headed wide in stoppage time from 8 yards Livingston need to win at Tannadice next week and hopes that Mun and or Hibs slip up if they're going to make the top 6 but they've given themselves a chance but Dundee United winning St Johnson now know they really are in a fight to stay in the Premiership given their really poor form recently full time here Livingston 2 St Johnston nil. And now it's that time on a Saturday when you have your say. What did you make of that then? What a day it's been. It kicked off with dramatic Edinburgh Derby action. Hibs coming out on top. Rangers fans, I thought at one point we were not in crisis mode, but there would have been a lot of negativity. Ten minutes to go, two all at home to St Mirren. You've kicked on and won 5-2. So what did you make of it? Who stood out for you? Was it Todd Cantwell? Were you excited by cameos from the likes of Rabi Matondo? Were there concerns still within that? Some of the defending maybe? Uh, and Celtic fans, let's look ahead to 
tomorrow as well 0141-951-1025 Your chance to have your say on the open line is next After the action, it's your reaction 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line It's that time on a Saturday You've watched your football team in action You've listened, you've kept an eye on the scores now you get to tell us what you made of it all Whether it was good, bad, somewhere in the middle This is the place to share your thoughts 01419511025 All about you at this point on a Saturday So Rangers fans, I would imagine um, Not even a game of two halves um, Even more extreme than that Ten minutes to go, two all And you end up winning the game 5-2 So what did you make of it? Do let us know There's a lot to get through there Biggest win of the day, arguably Comes for Dundee United at the bottom Going to Fir Park and winning Boosting their survival hopes Hibs win the Edinburgh Derby And Celtic go to Killy Trying to restore that big cushion tomorrow So 01419511025 Lots to get through, Hugh Evans. Yeah, you'd have to have a vivid imagination To see Kilmarnock beating Celtic You know, when uh, last season Ange Postacoglu won the title He had played six games with Celtic, won three, lost three. He didn't lose another one in the league from there until the end of the season. A 32-game unbeaten run. In the next 31 games of this season, he's had one defeat. So in other words, he's going to Kilmarnock tomorrow trying to make it one defeat in 64 games. (laughs) How can you quibble with that kind of consistency? So you'd have to think that Celtic must be overwhelming favourites tomorrow. And that would be a good thing for Jim Goodwin and Dundee United. Keep Kilmarnock beneath them along with Ross County. It's all about the cup semi-final as well after that. So you will have to see how Celtic build from there. Rangers, I thought, was stutter today and belatedly did not. Forgot the full-time whistle was so late at Fir Park we didn't even get the eyewitness account. <laughs> David Fuel, you've got business to attend to so you can make it quick. Yeah, no problem going full-time. Motherwell won Dundee United 2. As you said, it was a late drama here. I'm just watching the Motherwell players' officials. I think they're wondering how they didn't take in from this game. But Dundee United don't care. They're off-bottom spot after an incredible comeback here. They're now up to 10th above Ross County, above Kilmarnock. They definitely rode their luck. Kevin Van Bean scored the opener for Motherwell. But it all changed in eight second-half minutes. He'll marry Niskanen levelled. Jamie McGrath then rolled in a penalty to win it. Motherwell had eight minutes added on. They had so many chances. Van Bean probably should have had three or four. But... United held on they dug in this could be a huge huge win for their survival hopes full time Motherwell won Dundee United 2 give us a call Motherwell fans where did that go wrong Dundee United fans how big a win do you think that will turn out to be Stephen is a Rangers fan from Eaglesham to kick things off happy Stephen after that end of the game Um, yeah happy with the result Um, and it's what Beal tends to do he gets the results in the end whether we perform the way we did away to Hibs and Hearts or you know did it in the death against Aberdeen he's produced result after result and to be fair to the guy we've only faltered against Celtic a Celtic team that are just I hate to admit it but pretty incredible Um, and yeah I'm happy I just know when we when we lose goals against opposition we're we're going to turn it over as I say we need need to turn the screw against Celtic we came close on a couple of occasions we should have beat them at Ibrox and I think we were unfortunate given ridiculous decisions not to turn them over at Parkhead get up against 60,000 fans. So, yeah, I think the signs are good under Beal. I didn't want him there, but he's there. And I think he was, in hindsight, the right man to take us forward. 
I mean, I suspect you wouldn't have said that with 80 minutes gone, Stephen. But you know, that's that's a, a massive hypothetical. I, I acknowledge that. How pleasing was it to to turn it on so convincingly at the end? Um, not massively. We've lost the league, so it doesn't matter now. To be honest, I mean, it's again, like I said, even with 10 minutes to go, I, I still thought we would do it under Geo. Absolutely not a chance. Um, I personally was calling for his head at the end of last season when we were on our uh, way to the Europa League final because I could see how poor his style was for Scottish football and the inevitable happened this season Celtic ran away with it and I think if Beal had started the season in charge it could be a different scenario right now but hey-ho. Well, you know, Michael Beal needs to get that win over Celtic. Uh, you know, I, I know that Stephen's talking about ridiculous decisions but yeah. You know, you need to go over that. The, the the decision was ratified by the SFA, uh, approved by VAR. Therefore, it does not come under the category of ridiculous decision. Oh, well, I think people can still, in their own mind, describe it how they want. It will take more than that for us to fully move on. But I take your yeah. point in terms of Michael Beale. Won't, even he's not thinking about that tonight. You know, he uh, needs to try yeah. and control the control. I, I always go back to the word tangible. Michael Beale needs the tangible. Effect of beating Celtic He hasn't managed it so far As Rangers manager And the game at Hamden is monumental yeah. Because it could end Rangers season Or make their season By giving them the Scottish Cup To be fair Mark Because Stephen says you know, well, well this is what Michael Beale's team does You know, Against the other sides They'll just get the job done And I knew with 10 minutes to go I thought they still would there's a difference between winning 3-2 and 5-2 Sorry to yeah. state the obvious Yeah of course Because you know It looks like not much went wrong We've, we've seen that before in the past But I think my, this question's for Michael Beale When he goes home and reflects on the game And he's obviously going to look ahead to next week's game Right away It's what good managers do He's left himself some questions About the starting eleven And the way they laboured today until 80 minutes where he changes them Now If it's across the other side of the side With Celtic And Ange Postacoglu makes the changes Everybody praises Ange Postacoglu and Celtic They never stop and so on and so forth So Michael Beale has to take credit for making the changes But it's the starting 11 I think he's got a question And he's got to look at some of those players and think Are these taking us forward Or are they yeah. making us stand still What did you make of it personnel wise Stephen and who stood out good, bad what did you make of the, the players that were involved today? Well I, I have to say first and foremost I think SFA and and the validation of decision making from them in recent years to, to be honest uh, if we go to the Zoom call title mm. etc and, and other things Oh like, my I, Stephen I do, just I, spare me the history lesson just for time constraints nothing more it's not I, I, I get it because loads of people feel the same as you it's not shooting down the point it's just Michael Beale sits yesterday at his press conference and wants to draw a line under the Alfredo Morelos incident and here we are talking about Zoom titles so just humour me if you will Sorry lads, okay, I'm just, I'm getting my, look, it is what it is, we, you know, it's up to us to win the game despite bad decisions and titles, etc, right, so I get that. Uh, the main point I wanted to make today is, it's, I think it's a disgrace, the treatment that Fashion Sakala gets from the fans. Um, I've looked into the stats uh, without going too much into it, he's played half the game time of Ryan Kent this season, he's got eight goals, eight assists, Ryan Kent's got three goals, ten assists, and double the time. Ryan Kent is 
awful. And Sakala gets nowhere near the praise he deserves, nowhere near the game time he deserves. I want someone in the front three to score goals and create goals. And Sakala's doing it week, week in, week out. But excuse the pun, it's fashionable to criticise him, mm-hmm. moan about his first touch. And I think it's a disgrace. And I think the sooner Kent's gone, the better. We need to draw a line under that. See you later. I think if Scott Wright had played the amount of minutes Kent had this season, he would give better returns. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of Scott Wright. So that my main point today was I think fashion Sakala is... is it gets nowhere near the credit he deserves and I think the yeah. Rangers fans really need to look at that and, and, and have a word with themselves I'll agree with I'll agree with Stephen wholeheartedly in that I don't think that and we keep saying it Kent's got terrific ability doesn't show it enough Stephen's come out with the stance there it's interesting because they need to find a way to beat Celtic and I think if they just pitch up with the same tactics the same team the same formation then I think Celtic know how to beat Rangers and I think they've got their number. It might be a case of would they leave out Kent and put Sakala in there a bit more forward, direct, bit of pace. I can understand why Rangers fans would get frustrated with Sakala. Mm. Sometimes you see him, I thought Easter Road, for instance, Rangers' best performance away from home. They were, he was absolutely brilliant. Tor Hibs a part and score. But there's times when he can get, mm. be frustrated. But... What is Kent actually bringing to the party yeah. for me? Well, that's the thing, Mark. I like that Stephen's done his research because, and those st- stats aren't everything, but Ryan Kent scores a goal every 810 minutes in the Premiership this season. And Fashion Sakala scores a goal every 165 minutes. So, like I say, that, that, you don't need to put 100% importance on that. And I've heard lots of Rangers fans over the years say, yeah, but just hold on because Ryan Kent gives you more the way... Ke- it's more than just numbers Carries the ball Or distracts defenders Or makes runs And lets other things happen Which is fine But to be very Very sort of um, Flippant about it That would Would that maybe be more Understandable If Ryan Kent was on a goal Every 200 300 400 minutes yeah. And you say Well look But he's doing other things But to be on A goal every 800 minutes The rest of your game's going to need to be Out of this world surely Yeah And it's not And uh, it's a huge difference Um uh... And I've been, I've got to agree with Stephen's points here as well because I've been saying about Sakala. I did wonder if he'd play through the middle, but I certainly think he's he's good enough to be in that starting eleven. The way Kent in particular is playing. Look, Kent is, I think, trading on past glories. There's no doubt about it. When Rangers signed him, there was a whole load of promise here for a player. It was at seven million, six seven million, seven years. And he, like, he's lived up to it to a certain extent in big games. On the European stage, he's certainly produced. But domestically, this year, he has been miles off it. And that loyalty I was chatting about before with Michael Beal, he's shown it to Ryan Kent more than most. Now, it's a big decision where you go from here. If Ryan Kent's fit, do you just put him in but for Stephen, the sake of it again? Stephen's complaint is with the Rangers fans who get on to fashion to Kala. Mm-hmm. Surely the complaint should be... Put against uh, Michael Beal Because he's the one that decides who gets game time And he is of a mind To play Ryan Kent and not Sakala Stephen Yeah I totally agree with that I think there, there's just this kind of There's this thing with Kent I don't know it's, Sometimes when players don't perform Like Tori Andre Flo under massive uh, transfer fees The criticism comes with it And sometimes because you've paid such a high fee and a guy's played well every so often in the Europa League and scored a couple of goals against Celtic, you think, oh, you know, you kind of cling on to the hope that he'll get there. But 
ultimately, and, and I, I, the one one of the decisions that I, of you know, Bill's not perfect, and he's made a, he's made a few uh, bad decisions this season tactically. But I, you know, I hope this is why I hope Kent leaves the club for free, and I'll give him a piggyback if he's going to. I don't know uh, if he signs for a team in Kazakhstan. I'll, I'll piggyback him there. Uh, but the bottom line is, I, I hope he goes because it takes that option out of out of um, out of the way. And and yeah, I think we just need to draw a line under the Kent project. And see you later. Is there any any concern in there, Stephen? I think what what, what will that be? Nine goals conceded conceded in the last six league games. I think now you would be perfectly entitled to say yeah, but we won five of them, and it was only Celtic that beat us and won by three today. But I, I just wonder, given how high the standards can be among Glasgow's big two, if um other weaknesses at the back at the moment. And that's always concerning because I think uh, league winning teams are always strong from the back moving forward. Uh, but at the same time, all I really I don't care about. If I want to watch nice football, I'll go watch Barcelona. Uh, if I want to watch defensive masterclasses, I'll watch Mourinho's team. I want to see Rangers win, and I don't really care about anything else. But that being said, I think if Goldson had played those games, I think they would have probably conceded more because I don't hate him either. But that's for another day. Well, it's, that's going to be an interesting picture going forward, Gordon. Conor Goldson's fitness, first and foremost. If he is fit, is it automatically John Souter that drops out? Um, and if he's not fit, then can Souter and, and Davies in particular strike up more of a, a an understanding going forward? Well, it helps when they're getting game time together. Um, I, I'm very surprised, Stephen, there. Um, everybody's got their opinion and players. Um, he's quite entitled to that. I think Goldson... Out the three is the best defender. Um, I think that he's important for Rangers going forward if they're going to try and do anything in the semi final. I'd be more confident going into the semi final with Goldston and one other than Souter and Davis. I think that if I was asked, if I was Kyogo and I was looking and thinking, right, who's got to be fit here? I would fancy my chances against Souter and Davis. Like I said, Mark, those goals against, look, that's not the end of the world in isolated games. Rangers beat Kelly 3-1 and Hibs 4-1 and, and St Mirren 5-2. So I don't mean to overstate the point, but I just, there was criticism last week, certainly. And then that, but fine, you know, that's Celtic and they'll punish you. But Roger Hanna saying today that, that defended ropey at times. Yeah, and I can see why. And I hate to go on about Davis because it seems like I'm just, you know, concentrating on him. But it doesn't look like a sound partnership there. When even when Golson's there, you know, I think Hillander's been a, a huge miss, and I don't expect to see him back anytime soon, if at all, for Rangers. Um, I think Suter is critical, and I think in the summer, Rangers. I've got to look at strengthening that department if they're going to be successful. Um, it's not often we deviate away from football, but in case you're wondering, because I would have given you the updates, um, there was an indefinite, well, is an indefinite delay, I guess. I think it's getting closer, mm. delay to the Grand National uh, due to animal rising protesters, apparently. All sorts of protests going on there, a massive sporting event, so it's caused quite a lot of disruption and that we're not underway yet. So I'll keep you up to speed. On anything that happens there uh, Thank you to Stephen That was Stephen and Eaglesham Who kicked things off tonight 01419511025 What do you think Rangers fans You should be Getting back in the cars Buses, trains Whatever it is By now How do you look back on today Quite a lot To get through It must be an eventful afternoon What did you think Let us know The 
games are over, the talking begins. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal in the studio. It's 01419511025 to give us a call or Twitter at Clyde SSB. We're going to start hearing from today's managers very soon. Always an interesting part of a Saturday when we get their reaction, but it's not quite as important as your reaction. So do pick up that phone and share all your thoughts. Neil is a Rangers fan from Cumbernauld. What are you thinking tonight, Neil? I think I, I, there's a point that the last caller uh, said about Goldson and Gordon said Goldson's the best of the, the three. Goldson is the best mm. of the three that we've got, but I also don't rate Goldson that highly. Um, and I think Rangers need to go through a defensive overhaul. We don't have a commanding centre-back. like Celtic have always had a, a big, massive centre-back. Carter Vickers, solid, doesn't make mistakes, does his job. That's it, nothing more. We don't need players, centre-backs that are amazing at playing the ball. We've got technical midfielders that can do that. You've got your wing-backs can do that. We just need two centre-backs that can defend. And that's it. When we had um, when we won the league under Gerrard, our defence was solid. It was praised, highly praised, because of the, the amount of goals, the, the, the lack of goals they conceded. And I just think it's time to refresh that back line um, I'm a, a huge fan of James Tavenier so I wouldn't even look at replacing him and you get some, some excellent assists from Barisic it's worth keeping him but the two centre-backs it needs to get sorted out uh, what, What's happened there then? Because obviously Conor Goldson was part of that defence wasn't he that you mentioned? Con- Conor Goldson was part of that but he, he, Davis isn't a partner for him if you're not, I think with, um, at the time Golden had Balogun or Harander, big guys, fat, pacey guys that could defend as well. Um, Davis, to me, he's he's six foot two, but he's uh, there's no muscle to him or anything. There's nothing about him. It, I feel like he can't defend. He can't challenge airily. I've been on the I've spoke to you before about about him, saying that I don't rate him as a defender. We lose out with him in corners. We lose out with him when we're attacking corners as well. Because he doesn't pose an aerial threat The amount of times he gets beaten in the air Is ridiculous Ben Davies seems to be not not Fully winning the Rangers fans over <laughs> Maybe that's an understatement to some Hugh but, um... When you make a mistake Such as the one that Ben Davies made Against uh, Celtic last week uh, It tends to linger in the mind And I think that causes The kind of reaction That Neil is showing here Um Goldson, I think, is a very good defender for Rangers. I don't, I don't think there's a problem with him. Uh, it's who plays beside him. And Suter is having a, a, a difficult time with injury. And one thing and another, Davies has not made a big impression on the Rangers fans. Uh, I do agree with Neil that, that that's an area that has to be looked at. But I think that Goldson is the constant. He's the constant success. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, Gordon, because you, Neil's talking about Ben Davies maybe not being commanding enough and then Hugh says, you know, well, last week's mistake sticks in the mind, but you, what you don't need after that mistake is probably to go and concede two at home to St Mirren. Yeah, because um, obviously the defence will come into question, especially with the, the importance of the games that are coming up. Um, you know... I hear people saying there about Golson. Golson 
I think played in every single game that season The difference if you look over the city Celtic have lost 23 goals this season Their defensive record's been good Do you know why? The two centre-backs have played most of the game Rangers record isn't terrible though no. is it? What's that? Is that a goal a game? 32 and 32 as of today I think But my, po- my point is I think Golson will be better If he was playing with a regular centre-back Side them week in week out Because I'm with you I think Golson is a good centre back I think he can defend I think he can bring the ball out from does the back And he can the, score Does it not goals. need to be the right partner though Because Neil is on saying that actually Golson was at his best When it was Balogun or Hollander It didn't actually matter That there was that exact continuity but As I long think, as it's the right guy I think, it's, I think it helps Because I'll keep does you that, back Does that comparison not fly in the face of it Because Davis does play next to him every week Next to Golson Yeah Yeah but I think Rangers would be stronger Because I think Davis is coming in for a bit of criticism I don't I think once again we spoke about it early in the show We go very early on these players You know saying Are they going to have a future at Rangers Maybe it'll be next season before they kick in But to make Rangers better Make Rangers stronger They've got to be better and stronger for the back They'll need a new goalkeeper They're back four People question Barisic, for instance, in the left-back position. Yilmaz has been in and out, struggled with injury. Out, really? Yeah, yeah, but um, so they'll look at that situation. I just think for them to be stronger and go forward, if they're going to challenge, they've got to have a solid base, and that base comes at the back. And I think Golson would be part of that with a guy like the way Carter Vickers and Starfelt operate. Uh, Neil, that said, it was a 5-2 victory today. What, what were the positives? <laughs> you, you, just, just first of all, I think uh, Hugh said that um, Davis would go back to the Celtic game. He caused us a goal today as well because he could have stopped the. I'm sure it was the second goal at source. He shut out the challenge. He came at the challenge when a player took him down the wing, and that's got to be stopped at source. But I was actually very frustrated. We got to the 78, 78, 79th minute, and I was like to my son, "Right, Aaron, we need to go. I can't, I can't watch this anymore." Um, just frustrated and then I got into the car and there's Hugh saying oh it's good to see Morel oh, the goals. you missed three like, oh, no. so my son's sitting there <laughs> laughing at me <laughs> she was like oh god so um, but the positives is Raskin um, also a link up play was a lot better today a lot of slack passes from Tav but a link up play triangles one touch passing it was all there the, the movement from the front three was I thought was uh, brilliant movement as well So there's a, there is a lot of positives from it But I just couldn't take it Today and I was like ah, right, Aaron, can we, We're going <laughs> There's the great accuracy Of the eyewitness I can't take anymore At 2-2 Neil says to his son I can't watch this anymore Now that tells me that what he was watching Up until that point was unsatisfactory And Rangers turned the Unsatisfactory into the highly acceptable in the space of minutes. These are what you define as the fine margins. And uh, it's just as well for Michael Beale because it's changed the whole complexion of the conversation. If Neil had come on here at, and it was 2-2 at the end, Neil would have been even more vociferous than he has been already. Mm. So... That's why I love an eyewitness account That you're getting a proper well, true d- reflection Except he didn't witness it all Because he was in the car but He that, was gone But up until the 80th minute <laughs> He was saying to himself I can't watch this anymore uh, Neil, And that's how games turn around Lesson learned Neil Stick it through to the end Thank you to Neil 
uh, from Cumbernauld for what it's worth Michael Beale has described Rangers defending as dreadful and a horror show oh. so they might have scored five and won the game but clearly room for improvement and that might um, be putting it lightly we are underway in the Grand National so keep you up to speed if you think me Hugh Keevens Mark Wilson or Gordon DL are going to do the running commentary <laughs> you are sorely mistaken do you want to give it a go? Under five furlongs left <laughs> I, I can see alright <laughs> I can see my horse he's still in it I can see him I tell you what there's only seven fences jumped and the field there's a lot of known riders is there? Yeah, there been a few followers who are you riding? backing Hugh? Velvet Elvis it has to be that way Oh, I forgot the name of mine. Oh, yeah. great. You're really invested in this, Aye. aren't you? Um, I'm with Mark in the same horse. Yeah. <laughs> we love him, we? <laughs> Are you actually? Any, any second now. Any Is second it? now. That's any any second, now. second now. Oh, and oh, oh dear me. I mean, oh, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. No, 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 no. Well, and listen, in a, a week that, or a day that the protesters have delayed the start of this race, you can maybe start to see arguments why. Horses everywhere off the track, horses but getting stuck in the edges. You think Clyde One Super Scoreboard needs this to be? Well, phone in if you think. <laughs> yeah. We are we're poorly informed enough when it comes to actual football. Oh, matters I know my horses. This. Never forget. And you're a big animal a safari, lover, of course. Safari park exactly. Keeper. Wow. Let's Fed move the horses. On. Protests in the Clyde One car park in a minute. <laughs> Listen to him. Uh, Justin is a Rangers fan. What are you thinking tonight, Justin? Uh, I was actually really interested in just listening to the, the conversation about the defence uh, as well. I don't think our defence is our biggest problem. Well, I think there's one party of that, but one of the things that seems to put the defence under a lot of pressure, they're having to deal with the amount of pass-backs, the amount of passing about the back four. Lundstrom, for me, puts our defence under so much pressure with loose passes and crazy passes and crazy balls to get rid of it himself and he puts Davis he puts Goldson and he puts Barisic under so much pressure on so many occasions it becomes pedestrian at points and the day was another one the frustration that we were sitting at 2-2 and he was still you know just spending far too long on the ball passes on to Barisic out wide and he's taking three and four touches more than he needs to before he actually plays it out it's beyond a joke and it seems to slow people like Raskin and Cantwell down I've listened to what you guys were saying just a minute ago but for me the thing that made the difference for 2-2 was Cantwell seemed to get a bit between his teeth lift his head and force the play for the last 5 or 10 minutes which seemed to make the difference I think we were lucky today genuinely because we looked really pedestrian at points no matter what we were doing there was good touches for Tillman good touches for one or two people but Cantwell was the only difference in the last 10 minutes Other than that we were lucky to get away with that Genuinely Wow, I've never heard a 5-2 described as lucky But Justin pays his hard earned and I don't um, Let's do a bit of positivity, positivity Hugh Because it's, it's not uh-huh. in abundance Todd Cantwell Yes, we accept all this stuff about Eventually these guys will need to do it in the games against Celtic But is, uh, is he on the right trajectory as far as a new signing would go? I would tell you that in two weeks time by which time he'll have played at Pataudry, traditionally one of the, the great fixtures, Aberdeen Rangers. And it's an Aberdeen side with six successive wins at their back, which is more than Rangers can say. And that will be followed by Hamden and the game that will either finish or continue Rangers' season and give them a trophy. 
I'll tell you in two weeks' time whether Todd Cantwell has risen to Pataudry and to Celtic at Hamden, and then we'll know what Rangers are dealing with here. And that doesn't just apply to Todd Cantwell. It will apply to Nico Raskin. It will apply to Ben Davies if he's in the team. And many others. I cannot think of two bigger hurdles Hmm. for the players in that team to negotiate. And again, I love the eyewitness account of Justin saying that Rangers were lucky. Uh, that that shows you how close we came to having a real Rami on this phone in between five o'clock and six o'clock. Rangers deserve credit; they won five two. You cannot just simply airbrush that mm. out of history. But the next two weeks will tell Justin and Neil and Stephen, who have called in already, what mm. they are supporting. I get that, but then at the same time, Mark, you do ha- you play thirty eight league games. You know, you need to. You need to win the rest And Justin saying If it's not for Todd Cantwell Maybe Rangers don't have that drive And creativity to go on And win the game this afternoon Yeah I think it's been a promising start For Cantwell um, The game last week like, Okay that that can happen But I think For the majority of time he's played He has looked like the bright spark Roger said he was certainly the bright spark today Justin agrees with that He scores as well So yeah He has been a plus point for Rangers Hugh is also right though The next stage for him is that he's He's obviously now settled in He started his Rangers career pretty well It's doing it in the big games And there's a couple mm. of those coming up um, I mean Justin you were very critical to, um, Of John Lundstrom there We were speaking before the game About players that maybe had a chance today To show what they could do Whether it was a last chance or the first chance in a while Safe to say then that that wasn't the case For John Lundstrom Genuinely, honest, man, I, 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 a lot of Rangers fans run about is, and a lot of fans that, that I speak to and stuff like that. I think Lundstrom's had his chance quite some time ago, and it's gone. I think he's playing out what's left his Rangers career to the end of the season. To, to be honest with you, and I think Barisic is at the same. The, the problem we've got is defenders like you know Goldson that you've spoke about and Ben Davies. You can't just be relying on them to defend, you've got to have your two wide defenders defending as well. Tav is better out of the two. Barisic can't defend for me. He, he just can't. Yeah, he, 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 some of his crosses and some of his free kicks are great, but too many times he doesn't cut out the first ball. Too many times he backs off and backs off into the box, which then puts pressure on your two centre-halves for somebody to come out to him. They, they're the things that... I see next season that we need to address that a, a, a holding midfielder, a solid holding midfielder that's got legs that have got a bit of energy and a left back. They, they are two key things for me before we can move forward properly. Yep, I would agree with that. Particularly on your point about Barisic and someday, I don't know if it was Justin or someone before says you get assists going forward but defensively, if you're looking to be sound at the back yeah, you do need full backs to take part in that even though the modern game's going forward Barisic is guilty he's got a bad habit of backing off when a winger faces him up Barisic is happy to backtrack into his box and it's never more evident than against Celtic and that's the ones you need to stop so he is guilty of it I think they could do we upgrade in the left back as well No, they've got Yilmaz He's not performed He's not been seen um, But even what I did see him I think they need to upgrade The left back as well As the centre back area Here's the problem This conversation will continue In the summer Everyone's got their individual list If Justin wants a holding midfielder 
And a left back And Mark agrees A left back Most people accept There's going to need to be a goalkeeper That's before you get to Whether Malik Tillman stays And what happens to Kent and Morelos' contract So all of a sudden You're talking 10 players But you know If, if everybody gets their wish Gordon deal yeah, I think uh, I think Michael Beale will have a big job to do in the summer, Gordon. Because you're right there. You can look at um, the left back position. You look at uh, midfield. It'll be just it'll be interesting to see if Jack stays because I think Jack and Raskin look good together, right? As a partnership, I think they look okay together. Centre forward, Ken. There's got to be a big turnaround in players. Uh, there'll be a lot of players leaving, and uh, obviously Michael Beale's work will be. Going on as we speak just now About planning for the summer um, It's interesting to hear about Cantwell I agree, I think Cantwell's a good talent And I know that he's been brought up for the big games But you can't do it yourself People, Other people have got to step up to the, the plate as well um, And I think he'll benefit maybe next year If he gets a decent quality in round about him And the style of football that Michael Beale wants to play I just think it's a big, big summer for Rangers But obviously they've got big games before that And no bigger than the semi-final Thank you Justin We'll start hearing from some managers next After they play You have your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel are here I mean Gordon Diel's so distracted because his beloved Man City are 2-0 up on Leicester inside 12 minutes um, New manager bounce, Dean Smith safe pair of hands to the end of the season or whatever Well, although City are fairly unstoppable as was that penalty from Erling Haaland We're going to start hearing from some managers very soon uh, Because Michael Beale said some very strong words For elements of that um, performance today Which is interesting I'm looking forward to hearing them I must say um, What about tomorrow? Mark Wilson Celtic are they just, just chalking them off Just counting down the days I think so, yeah. Are they bothered about records? Um, I think when you get to this stage Yeah, I think why not? I mean, they've they've won the league. They know how good they are. They know how much better they are than everyone else. If you've got a record in sight to to put yourself out there amongst other great managers and Celtic teams of the past, why wouldn't you want to go and break that? So I guess that's the driving force. And of course, keeping momentum going until the real big one in a couple of weeks' time. You do not want to take your foot off the gas, especially after a victory last week. And... From personal pride point of view as well, Vance Postacoglu and the Celtic players admitted they weren't at their best last week. Well, they want to step that back up again to be at their best. Rugby Park's always a place they enjoy. They've had great success here in the past, so I think those players will be looking forward to the game tomorrow and I fancy them strongly. We always hear people say that, that you know, Ange will say that he wants his players to be the best version of themselves that they can be. Well, that must apply to Ange and to the team as a collective tomorrow at Kilmarnock. Of course they have to be conscious of records. He could get the, the all-time points total as a Celtic manager. He could get the all-time goal-scored mm. record as a Celtic manager. He could win a treble and you know that would put him into a special place as a Celtic manager. So I think his point though is that the reason they've got to this successful position is because they don't look ahead, they don't they just just focus on that task yeah, at hand. But tomorrow the point about being the best version of yourselves that you can be, although they're playing on an awful surface, and I really do wish that synthetic surfaces were banned from the premiership. I don't think it's a good reflection in our game. It's awful at Rugby Park. Truly awful. 
But they'll rise above it They'll have to rise above it And maintain Or rather mm. Regain The 12 point lead Over Rangers It can be A tough place to go mm. Because of the Pitch and Kilmarnock's record There is good Celtic went and won 5-0 there Earlier on in the season Gordon DL So Any reason why It won't roll on tomorrow? No I'm not um, Looking to tomorrow And thinking they're going to be a shock result At Rugby Park I think in the early stages of the game It will be difficult Because Kamarnock are fine for a life They've got an experienced manager Who will have them well organised It'll be interesting to see the Celtic Starting 11 tomorrow I think he'll tweak one or two things Mm -hmm. there uh, give people an opportunity He's got obviously quality from the bench as well um, But I think the way Celtic are going about their business Leading up to the next few games Well, next game next weekend and Against Motherwell at Celtic Park And then into semi-final They'll have too much at Rugby Park tomorrow Moritz Jens and Georgius Giacomakis scored in that game In That's August right, And yeah, Josip yeah. Juranovic played How things change quickly uh, within a season uh, Derek mm-hmm. McInnes wants to strike first Hugh Keevans that was his sort of message to try and unsettle yeah. Celtic. We know it guarantees you nothing against this no. Celtic team, but um certainly gives you a platform. Derek's in a perilous position. Kilmarnock have struggled all season long. And I know people say, ah, they're home for him, but it's Celtic they're playing. They, they would need to have the game of their lives, I think, to get a, a win over Celtic uh, at Rugby Park, even on the horrible pitch. Um, Jürgen Klinsmann will be there to see O. Uh, since he manages the uh, South Korean team And I think O might actually Gordon's talking about tweaks I think O might actually start the game And they will leave Kyogo on the bench We will find out tomorrow Let's start hearing from today's managers around the place Some strong words from Michael Beale Rangers did win 5-2 against St Mirren um, But he, he saw lots that he wasn't happy with we wanted a fast start to the game and we got it in terms of getting the penalty and then we missed it. They've been going great guns and to be fair to them, Stephen set them up to come and press us today, play with the two strikers and I thought they did have a go. I thought our first goal was an excellent one, some really good play. Some of the stuff we've been working on, passing and running, it's nice to see Todd get beyond the two strikers and score. And then you're hoping that we kick on, but what I thought we did is we overindulged a little bit. We've become a little bit tippy-tappy. We forgot that when we lose the ball, we have to go and press and be fast across the grass. And I thought we'd become passive. I was really annoyed with the first goal. We take nothing away from the boy, O'Hara. It was a fantastic strike. But if you rewind back, we've got a 4v3 in the attack. We're very wasteful in that moment, and our reaction was dreadful. From Todd after shooting, from the reaction of people running back, the back four drop off. And it's a horror show for us. So I told them that at half-time. And I expected us to come out and be better second half. We came, we were, we scored again. And then you're thinking, OK, we'll settle down and go again. We let in another sloppy goal. And then it's the changes from the side. It's the change of shape. It's the changes from the side that go on to, to win us the game. It was emphatic in the end. The last goal, I'm being told, is 60 passes. So that's not something that happens very often. But yeah, at half-time, I'm having to maybe say one or two words I don't need to. I need to see the same uh, energy out of possession as we're seeing in possession. He's not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. He's not saying 5-2 signifies a brilliant performance. And the Rangers fans don't want to hear him say that it's a horror show at the back. So the plus points, scored five goals, won three points, move on. The negative points... He has found clear and obvious problems at the back uh, And the next two weekends 
are monumental for Rangers. Pataudry followed by Celtic at Hamden. They have to be better than they were today, quite clearly. Hugh says there's an out there if he wants it, Mark. It's ah look, we made some mistakes, but you know, we finished yeah, really strongly. Yeah. We won five two. What what is um what is it tactical? Uh, you know, managers pick and choose their moments to be critical, put openly to the press sometimes. Yeah. I think for the majority of the time that Michael Beale's been here, he's been pretty frank and That's honest true. with his post match um analysis of the game. So I don't expect anything less from him really. Um, but what was quite interesting there Wasn't it just pinpointing at the back four Which we've been discussing with some of the Eyewitness accounts from the callers He said the reaction of the team In terms of pressing So it's the full team he's, he's annoyed at Not just the back four So I think Rangers fans Appreciate Or will appreciate their manager coming out And telling them like it was Rather than try to be a politician And dance around the actual problem That they're they're witnessing um, against other sides Aberdeen and Celtic We'll keep going back to it You make those similar mistakes You maybe don't come out With a positive result They did today Because you leave it too late At 2-2 Curtis Main Pushing for a winner I remember you saying that Maybe against mm. teams Further up the league You get punished And it's a different outcome Horror show Gordon that's quite strong language I noticed It was either in that same Interview Maybe a different Portion of it Or maybe it was somewhere else But I saw another quote Attributed to him today Saying that the players Had had a rocket um, mm-hmm. After the game So Yeah um, I, I like the way he comes out And speaks his mind He doesn't um, Sugarcoat it He doesn't Just say Goes along with the usual Cliches about You know It's five goals at home And we responded well He's not He's not happy With the performances I think the Rangers fans Accept that um, But He's got a big couple of weeks coming up Pataudry next week They'll need to perform To their best there Because Aberdeen are going mm. Very well And then obviously The massive game at Hamden Here is Stephen Robinson Then after the game One You know Ten minutes away From a A hard fought point But it got away from them In the end Listen it's 15 minutes A point in the In your hands um, And we're two all So Yeah we're disappointed In the outcome um, Overall we're an honest group and I don't think we had enough players playing in the 8 9 out of 10 to, to get a result albeit we were in a, in a position to so you know we got punished by, by mistakes if you look at the quality that they brought on you know we're bringing two 18 year old kids on Thierry and, and Kieran to try and change the game and they're bringing on international footballers so there's a huge gap but that's that's not an excuse we felt that we could get something today and we were in a position to get something but you know, overall you've got to be honest we, we didn't as a collective have enough players in the top of our game and we go into the game next week trying to win it. We're not trying to get a point. We're confident that we can go and get three points. And that's how we approach every single game. And and this group of players have have defied the odds. You know, there's there's no structures in place for us to be a top six side. At this moment in time, we're trying to change that. And certainly getting into the top six would go a long way to helping financially towards that. And we aim to do that next week. There's there's nothing but positivity and we're in a good position, but ultimately couldn't see it through. Interesting to say that there's nothing Structurally in place for St Mirren to be a top six club I take it by that he means that they're, they're still Pretty much low budget, low maintenance uh, But they're fighting above their weight um, So interesting weekend to come for them He knows himself, he was in with a shout And then it all went wrong Well it sets it up nicely for next week You know still things uh, up in the air and top six we heard earlier on what that means to teams financially. And it certainly came down to St Mirren. 
Livingston will be in the mix. Um, fair play to Stephen Robinson. I think he's on a site as well there. The club have had financial struggles this season and he's still managed to compete at the top end of the table. And today, you know, 10 minutes away from it, but he even says there, and these players didn't perform um, to the best of their abilities that he knows are more than capable of, but he was still 10 minutes away. I mean, but you're, you're end talking, of the day, no points. Mark, you're talking about a season in which St Mirren have sent Eamon Brophy up the road to Ross County because it's it's cheaper for them to have somebody else pay his wages. That's the kind of structural problems that Stephen Robinson is referring to there. So therefore, it reflects very well on those who are still at the club and the manager himself and his team that they were even in or are even in with a shout of the top six. Yeah, would you make a huge point there, Gordon? Yeah, um, they're playing very well, Gordon who, who and St Mirren. You weren't listening. Yeah. You've not been listening for the last two minutes. No, I haven't. Well, well, you've been checking now on that phone. What is wrong with this guy? A professional broadcaster, I'm, supposedly. Whatever Hugh says, I'm with him with St Mirren. I know, and he switches off all the time. Stephen Robinson is doing a good job. I'm, I'm on the ball, I'm listening. <sighs> Anyway, thank you Hugh, Mark You're not even getting a thank you for that okay. Thanks to the top team all around the grounds And thank you Erling Haaland's put Man City 3-0 up against Leicester We've got a big game tomorrow as well Kilmarnock fighting for their lives Celtic getting ever closer to that title Kilmarnock against Celtic at Rugby Park And we'll look back on all the week's big talking points On Monday night Looking forward to it 6 o'clock Make sure you're there Rangers fans happy with the 5-2 win Not so happy with some of the defending Big victory in the Edinburgh Derby Dundee United Could that be the result that saves them winning at Motherwell Lots happening So do pick up the phone on Monday night and get in touch But in the meantime The sun is shining And it's GBX up next